0: Good morning and welcome to Sidman United Methodist Church and also those of you who are watching our our online service. Um, We're gonna start out today's service uh, by singing a hymn of guidance. Uh, That'll be number 51 in your hymnal, if you please stand. And now if you remain standing we will uh, uh, do the affirmation of faith <clears throat> Psalm 99 we'll read this responsibly the Lord reigns let the nations tremble he sits enthroned between the cherubim like the earth shake let the earth shake
1: great is the Lord in Zion he is over all the nations
0: let them praise your great and awesome name he is holy
2: the king is waiting he does justice you have established sanctity. In Jacob, you have done what is just and right.
0: Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. He is holy.
1: Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel was among those who called on his name. They called on the Lord and he answered them.
0: He spoke to them from the pillar of the cloud. They kept his statutes and the decrees he gave them.
2: O Lord our
1: Fire,
0: peace. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Um, I guess uh, you can be seated now, and our uh, pastor has some announcements.
2: Are we okay, Frank? I want to congratulate all of you for coming to the February 6th meeting. To express your opinion the results were to disaffiliate it was supported 24 not the support was number nine and there was one of ab- abstention now I'd, li- I'd like to read to you what uh, matthew chapter 26 46 said to me when we come into contact with someone who is against us keep to the business at hand Don't be distracted by the negative force you have come in contact with. God is with you. He will protect you from being led astray. Just keep your focus on what is before you. That's what I said from the very beginning of this uh, uh, process. Uh, The buildings are going to be reappraised tomorrow morning, starting at uh, 10 o'clock. Bob uh, Hegerich will be here to uh, reappraise the building. That's being being done. This was decided Wednesday night at the, with the committee who's representing the church at the conversation with the trustees of the conference. Uh, it's, it's valued now at $370,000. We think that will come down considerably, which means we'll have to pay a lot, a lot less. Right now, we'd have to pay about $6,000 $6,000 for the value that the land had on our line number 24. We think that's going to be changed and it will lower the, uh, the cost. Uh, let's see, on the church conference held back in September, you voted on a document that could be updated when needed. <laughs> We're voting next week on a new council chairperson. Lord, <laughs> held here this coming Wednesday at Sydney at 6.30. will be done by 7 o'clock, a very short, short service. Now some Protestants don't recognize Ash Wednesday. They think it's too Catholic. But the Methodists have been doing this for for, for years. Uh, we ask that you support the Beaverdale Dinner, which is next Saturday, the spaghetti and, uh, uh, what else, what's it called? Spaghetti and soup or something like that. Uh, because they need your support. They need your financial support because they don't have the uh, money to pay for any of the things that we're that you're going through, that they're 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 going through. And today I ask back to Christmas time to keep the decorations up and tell the show the joyous of the season. Because we're, we're up till last week, we were the fifth Sunday after uh, Epiphany. That's still a joyous season. After today everything will be taken taken down and will go to the bareness of of land which starts will start uh, uh wednesday and uh, uh that's all did i miss anything paul no no i covered everything <laughs> okay. that's good
0: i'm done all right i guess now if the uh, children will come forward for the okay. children's message i'm not done
2: At least the steps the step, the step here are higher than they are at low When I get out of low I have a hard time getting up. The steps are so low. Well, the sermon today deals with the Ten Commandments. Have you ever heard of those before? The Ten Commandments? How many commandments are there? Ten. That's why they are called the Ten Commandments. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So I'm going to read this story to you. For so God gives his law. God's people walked and walked. They walked for 40 years. They walked to the big Mount Sinai and camped near the tall mountain. Moses went up the mountain. He went to listen to God. Moses went by himself. God told Moses, I have cared for you and helped you. I want these people to be my people. Tell the people to get ready. I'm going to give you my laws then you will know the best way to live. How did he read the laws? Do you, know? Do you know that? He wrote them on big tablets. Big pieces of stone. And he wrote five on one and five on the other. Moses came down carrying two tablets of, of laws. The people got ready. Then God sent lightning and thunder. There was smoke. The earth shook. God had come to give them His laws. God said, "Love and worship only Me, not Me but God. Do not make statutes to bow down to. Use My name in good ways. Love and obey your parents. Uh, well, I'll repeat that again. Love and obey your parents. Say that after me. Love and obey your parents." very good okay don't hurt other people especially your pastor (laughs) don't take what is not yours say only true words be glad for what you have gee if they were only written that way by God that's simple maybe we would understand them a little better God's Ten Commandments are his rules for us to follow and that's the story of the Ten Commandments you're going to hear more about it on the uh, uh, in the sermon sermon today. Do you listen to the sermon? You do? You don't listen to the sermon. Get out of here. You do? You understand the sermon? No. No, okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me offer a prayer for you. Oh, any questions first? No? Let me offer a prayer. Our gracious God, we thank you for the uh, two two young boys who are here with us today. We ask that you be with them and bless them and and uh, uh, relieve any anxiety or nervousness that they may that they may have about the, about today. We we thank you for them being here and we pray all of us in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. And all of us said together, Amen. 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 Now I have some candy for you, but I got some directions with you. If it's got chocolate on it, don't take it. Take those lollipops. What did you take? <laughs> oh, I uh, lollipop, good boy, good boy. The other brother. Brother. brother took that
0: snicker bar. Please stand and join, join in the Hymn of Courage, uh, and that's number 335 in the uh, Sigmund Hymn.
2: They were having the joys. Anything joys will happen to anybody in the last month or
1: something
2: like that. (laughs) I wasn't here last week, Asked, What's the matter? He
1: turned 29.
2: He turned 29. (laughs) Happy birthday. 29 years old. Those were the days. Well, we're going to have a joint later, right right after this, we're going to have a big joint. Do we have any concerns?
0: My friend Lisa Schaefer, Mm -hmm. um, still concerns for her. um, They found another spot of cancer, so she has to go
1: through more chemo treatments. Mm -hmm. No.
2: They, they have things on, on the news now about long-term COVID that's affected a doctor who can't practice anymore and, and, and teenagers and people in, in, in between. Yes? East Palestine. I have them on my list already. For Sherry. She
1: said.
2: For Sherry. Your friend Sherry who's not here today. She sits right here. Her purse is here. Oh, that's yours now.
1: Because
2: if it was her purse and she wasn't here, I'd go through it and she would pick up the money. You gotta do it any way you can. Yes? The uh, for
1: the lady that I work she'll be 101.
2: And she's still working?
1: No, no, I'm working. She's 101
2: years old, wow, geez. Uh, Dan Crestar's uh, Operation Friday was a success. They took out two kidneys. He has one from his wife, but they couldn't take the, those his his original two out for some reason. So he's been walking around with two, three kidneys, with only one working. Well, the other two were taken out Friday, and he's doing he's doing doing fine. That's it. Nothing else. Well, let us enter into our time of prayer and we'll raise our voices up to God Almighty so he can hear what's on our minds, what's in our spirits. Almighty and eternal God, you have promised to hear what we ask in the name of your Son. Accept and fulfill our request, we pray, not as we ask in our ignorance, nor as we deserve in our sinfulness but as you know and love us help us to ask only what goes with your will and those good things which we dare not or in blindness cannot ask accept the passionate prayers of your people and the multitude of your mercies look with compassion on us and all who turn to you for help and give us the peace and unity of that heavenly city are the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You live and reign now and forever. We pray for the law enforcement people. We pray for the military, especially First Lieutenant Carl Smith. We pray for health workers and firefighters. We pray for the leaders of our country. And we pray for our country who's going through difficult difficult times. And we often pray for our community and our church. We pray for the well-being and safety of our youth. We pray for those people who have turned their backs on the Word of God or have never heard the Word of God. We pray for those people that uh, they they come to the realization that in order to have a future life, good life, they're going to have to uh, eventually surrender to the Word of God. We ask for your forgiveness for our waywardness throughout the throughout the week. We pray for the good health, the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. We pray for the for construction workers from from falls that they may be uh, uh, involved in. We pray for uh, the, the, the the people who live in East Palestine, Ohio, just across the Pennsylvania border. We pray that things are resolved uh, to their to their satisfaction. We pray for Lisa Schaefer. Thomas, Sherry Appleby, uh, Roma, Yanel, Dan Crestar. And we pray for Melanie Beckner, Tom, and Roseanne Burkett. Now, dear Lord, if there was a name that came to the people while we were praying, let them say that name out loud now.
1: Joe.
2: Dear God, let us bring our prayer time to a close by praying together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Would our ushers please come forward for the presentations of God's tithes, our gifts, and our offerings. <clears throat> Father we thank you for for this day for this uh, Sunday in the month of uh, February we thank you for this we uh, these these are your people dear Lord they, they had a choice to uh, make and they, they made their, their choice to keep the world at bay outside of the doors of the uh, of the church I know you appreciate that dear Lord and you'll, you'll be with them and bless them throughout their throughout their time We ask that you accept these tithes, these gifts, and these offerings to be used with the help of the running of your church here in Sidman and with spreading your word throughout the area. And we pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, Teacher, and Friend. And we all said together, Amen. Please be seated. Oh, that comes next. We have a very special occasion to take place today. We're having a premier performance. Never performed before in public, and it's the first time, uh, first time today that, that uh, uh, Carter is going to play for us the song we all know, Amazing Grace. Now listen closely and carefully, because it only lasts a couple seconds. So much. Uh, His dad sent a tape uh, uh, of him on Monday, and it was like, why is he looking down? And I can only see like from his knees up. Now I know why he was looking down. The music was on the on the floor. You need to get that kid a music stand. That was very good, Carter. Thank you very much. You'll always remember this. I can remember my first performance in the church, but I wasn't standing in front of everybody. I was off to the side with two other people. One was my band director and one was my my good friend when we added three three trumpets to to something. And I still remember that to this day. Okay, our one of the uh, readings, lectionary reading for today is of course, Transfiguration. When Jesus goes up the mountain and he transformed, he turns white and the, the three apostles who went with him want to build uh, monuments for it, and he tells them love. No. There's also another one. It deals from Isaiah. There are four readings for each, each week, a, a gospel, a letter, a psalm, which we do, and a Old Testament reading. So I picked the Old Testament for today because it deals with the Ten Commandments. It's found in chapter 24, verses 12 through 18. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay here, and I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and commandments I have written for their instruction. Then Moses set out with Joshua, his aide, and Moses went up, up on the mountain of God. He said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Aaron and her are with you, and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. When Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered, and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered the cloud as he went up on the mountain, and he stayed on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. There are those numbers, 40, 40 again. The words of God for the people, God, thanks be to God. Well, what I'm going to uh, tell you this morning, it's called, Surely You Don't Ring, is a conversation of sinners appearing before God. How can God expect me to honor anything or anybody when I don't even honor my own parents? Am I to believe that by obeying his commandment, honoring my mother and father, that I will have a more healthful life, and that my life will be more helpful and peaceful, which will lead to a longer life? Surely God doesn't mean to honor your mother and And Father, I understand about not murdering somebody, but what's this about my words can have the same effect? God can't be serious. God means that with the words I speak and actions I take, I may be causing people to die a little? How can my neglecting someone be a form of murder? How can my words destroy another's life? God means to tell me that there's another form of murder how am I to speak to somebody I don't care for or like how am I to speak when I'm angry God is asking a great deal from me does God mean I can't keep ignoring people I don't want to encounter does God mean that with the words I speak and ignoring people that my actions may be causing people to die a little? No way! God's stretching the point. Surely God doesn't mean not to murder. I don't feel any smaller by taking from others. I don't feel I'm taking part of that person, person's life by taking their property. Granted, stealing breeds distrust and strife, but that's part of life. And I don't feel that when I steal that I'm losing a piece of my character, nor is my conscience troubled. I don't think less of myself, and I still have good self-esteem. So what if my relationship with God suffers because of my stealing? Big deal! I don't feel guilty at all if a barrier has been put up between me and God. A person has to do what a person has to do. I know that stealing destroys social bonds; it causes us to suspect others. But again, that's life. Surely God doesn't mean not to steal. Last week at uh, at uh, Mount Hope, uh, the, there on Facebook. The lady who does the Facebook wasn't there, so somebody was filling in for her. Skyler was her name. She sat in the first pew and, and pointed... The pulpit was over there, so that's where the camera was, over there. Well, at the sermon, I came down, and I'm out here. Next thing I know, she's running up the side, coming around, and she sets things up in the middle of the, of the aisle. What are you doing? She said, they can hear you, but they can't see you. So she... had to put all that stuff on (laughs) this one catches people off guard i never consider that my silence may in some form or another be contributing to a lie about a person silence sometimes is criminal if something is said or heard that we know is untrue or unjust as a Christian we are to speak up no matter the consequences. Does God expect me to help with the building up of our community? Not by keeping my silence but by speaking up. Surely God doesn't mean to speak up when somebody is being maligned or when we see injustice. We're seeing more and more of that in America. People are starting to to speak up against what the other side is trying to convey that person or that movement to be. Now God's telling me that I can't have what others have. What's wrong with wanting more of what we already have enough of? Yes, I'm envious. I resent the fact that others have what I don't. I resent the, the, the fact that every car out there doesn't have as many dents as my car. <laughs>
1: That's
2: a tribute to the area out here. Why should I care? What do I have to lose? I feel sometimes gone to that car as Lieutenant Colombo, gone to his car. What will start wouldn't start? I know this one will start, but it never starts at sheets. And it's just not just this sheets because I got gas Wednesday, it was at sheets in Greensburg. And then finally catches on, but it only happens at sheets. No other place. Maybe I should stop on the sheets. But I better not say that at Dunlow, Betty will get mad. she he'll get mad. I'll have to say how good. Oh, keep going. <laughs> I know that I can have happiness through some person or object or position. Now God's going to tell me that only He can fill this void. And I say back to God, Who cares? God may say that the richest people are not those who have the most, but those who are the happiest with what they have. I say that the richest people who have the most are the happiest. I don't see what's wrong with it. I place my worth on the things that I have. What else is there? God says that covetedness prevents us from seeing what we have or recognizing its value. This is a secret sin. The sin of sins because it opens the door for many other sins. Surely God doesn't mean not to covet. Penalties for disobedience are severe, but blessing is assured for those who will keep God's commands. The sinners as a group pose this question to God. Surely you don't expect us to alter our lives to live by these commandments, do you? After listening to these sinners go on and on about their objections and reasons why they can't, won't, or don't want to follow these commandments, God, taking his time rising from his throne, looks down on each of the sinners. Looks each one in the eye with a comforting smile on his fatherly face. Finally speaks to them, saying, Surely I do. Let us pray. Lord, come to us to the conclusion, let us come to the conclusion, that in order to live a fruitful and productive life, we must be following and obeying God's word found in the Bible. Let us come to know his word better so we can model our lives after our Savior Jesus Christ and live our lives the way God created us to do so. In his most holy name we pray. Amen. Mm. Mm. I hope you understand the importance of the Vote that was taken, the outcome of the vote that was taken on February uh, February February the sixth. The uh, there's a lot of imp- implications connected to it, good ones. Well, there's some bad ones, but mostly mostly good ones that uh, you, you've shown your your beliefs and your faith uh, your faith in the Bible that you, you want people here and in positions of leadership who are leading a biblical life. Uh, and you've proven that that's very, very important uh, to you. So that is a, uh, a testament to, to all of you, to your beliefs, to your faith, and uh, there will be some uh, negative repercussions to it but there won't be as much as, as the the goodness that will come come out of uh, uh, uh come, come out of this i i know it will be by the time we get to the final 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 step we're, we're scheduled to have a meeting with the uh, with the conference board of trustees on march the 11th at 10 a.m in the morning and our four people will, will go to that and they'll discuss things with the, uh, uh, with the trust, trustees. And we will have a lower. They have to accept, if the adjustment comes in lower, and we think it will, uh, lower than $337,000, uh, it'll come in lower, uh, and they have to accept that. The Board of Trustees have to accept that new evaluation. Uh, the other figures are pretty much set, although they can, they can change, uh, change by then. But there is, uh, some told us at that meeting that, uh, that uh, there were 72 churches in the Johnstown district. All of Johnstown, Cambria County, I think that's the only county, Johnstown district. 52 of them, 52 out of 72, uh, applied to disaffiliate. Only one said no. So there's 51 churches in the Johnstown district that's disaffiliating. Now if you take that and, and multiply that, there are 10 conferences in Western Pennsylvania. That's 350-some 300, that's churches. That are, that's about half of the churches in Western Pennsylvania are disaffiliating. And they, we all have to go through this, uh, this, this, this process. Uh, I met last, not yesterday, the week before that at the Forest Hills Ministerium meeting, Pastor Todd from St. Michael and St. And Michael and Lily, whether his, two, his two churches. Lily had already been through the entire process when he showed up. That day, St. Michael's was meeting with the conference. And he said, a lot of people are saying negative things about it, but they're very nice, they're very accommodating they they want to make this as easy on you as as, as possible so our meeting is set for may I, i'm sorry march the 11th at 10am up in the uh, conference center so that's on a Saturday. So that means we're going to have to leave by Wednesday in order to get up there on time by 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 Saturday. Because I make that trip once, at least once once a month. So that that's where we are now. That's where we are now. So let us stand and sing our hymn of praise, Majesty, number one, number seventy-four in our hymnal. 10 commandments were given to us by God himself. Let us start today, Transfiguration Sunday, by putting these sacred words of God into our hearts so that we are able to live our lives by them. Go and earn your day. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and everybody loudly said, Amen. Amen.